Welcome to Season 5, Episode 10 of Four Seasons in a Funeral, the show where we go back and watch shows that had four good seasons and an anomaly of a fifth season. Today, we're talking about Season 5, Episode 10 of Fringe, Anomaly XB-67-83746. My name is Nick, and joining me today are Charlie and David. Hi, I'm Charlie. Hi, I'm David. Nick, did you do your fucking placeholder to tie into the title of the episode? I don't know what you're talking about, David. That's Why would the I worst that? one yet. That's just honestly for that terrible. Reason, that's the worst one yet, and we've had some real <laughs> shit ones. I have had some bad ones. I'm pretty proud of this bad one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be. <laughs> uh, four episodes left. Yeah. Starting from this one, we are uh, scarily close to the end of Fringe. Exciting. It's weird. Um, we only have a few more episodes before Edda comes back. <laughs> oh yeah god do you know how fucking pissed i'm gonna be if Etta comes back in the finale and i have to fucking intro to that and just be upset the entire time <laughs> no Etta comes back because fucking lincoln and folivia have a kid together and for some reason it's Etta in the red universe no it's already henry oh wait shit no not with lincoln oh god he- henry never existed henry never existed what oh, oh my lord <laughs> It's going to be dumb. I guarantee it. Just like most of this episode. Ooh. Uh, And now we're just going to make weird noises for an hour. And that's (laughs) going to be our episode. (laughs) It was was fine. Just just an audio crime is what we're going to (laughs) make. Just three dudes making noises into mics for an hour. I mean, Sorry, that's just talking. Please listen David. to me. Please listen to me. Just kind of go eh, for an hour. <laughs> 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 Could have right. been better. What have, what have you guys been up to? Um, you well, uh, uh, you know, audience, how last time we recorded and I was a little high. Um, I I'm still high. <laughs> In case you're audience, it audience, has been, been a week since we. Days. <laughs> Has been the better part of a week since we real world recorded. Audience, I highly recommend getting a vape. <laughs> if it's legal where you are. Even, no, if, it's even if it's not legal. <laughs> I still recommend it. Makes you not oh. care that it's illegal. All right, all right, Nick. If you have a pale skin tone, I recommend it. <laughs> They're not going to arrest you. <laughs> oh, no. Is that better, Nick? <laughs> I swear. If Nick ever does decide to get high at any point in his life on any substance, he will be the one white guy that the cops pull over for looking suspicious walking down the street. (laughs) David, you and I could be stoned out of our gourds walking right next to him, and they'd still go, sir, please come over here. Have you taken anything today? You two can go. I feel Uh, like it's because Nick walks around. Nick has big, like, um trust everyone vibes while he walks around because <laughs> it's, it's cause he's big as well so like he's taller than everyone and he's like very pale white and he just walks around like he's very comfortable so, wherever he is i was gonna ask david what do what are trust everyone vibes that is... it's just you always look relaxed when you're walking around i would say uh, i see I feel like when I walk, I need to like consciously roll my shoulders back so I'm not just hunched into a ball. <laughs> I'm trying to look as small as possible. David, I think that might just be a you thing. Maybe. <laughs> uh, what have yeah. you been up to, Nick? <laughs> um, I've, I've been doing things. Uh, oh, I went and saw a drone fly today. That was fun. When Were I was... you the one flying the drone, or did you just look at your bedroom window and go, huh, a drone? No, nah, I went out to a farmer's field with a with a friend who was who was uh, test flying some uh, some some drone stuff. Um, uh, potato, right? Yeah, I potato. Yeah, yeah. Um, his his drone real fucking cool. It's also really fucking scary. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think that's the point. <laughs> that, that that shit looks like a B two. It it looks like it's gonna come and bomb me. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean. <laughs> That's a possible delivery mechanism. <laughs> listen, there. Let's not there, let's not ch- get into that. That's just depressing. Yeah, yeah listen. <laughs> that's a very a depressing reality for potato. Medical. There, there's a chance that they're actually going to be going and delivering medical supplies. So yeah, medical supplies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
that's all they're going to deliver. No, see, they do deliver medical supplies, and then other drones cause a demand for those medical supplies. (laughs) Through the use Uh, of bombs. But, but, but yeah, no, it was it was it was it was very cool. It was super cool watching, and like you know, they're 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 a startup, and you know, this they're they're basically every time they're going out and testing, they're testing out something that they haven't tested before. So it was super cool seeing all that kind of stuff, um, and it was fun. Also, my brother was there because now my brother's helping out with their their drone business because he's <laughs> he's not doing anything this semester, so he's just like, yeah, I'm gonna go and like help out with them and volunteer and learn more about drones because he enjoys just, them. Just a triangle boy standing out in a field. <laughs> oh, what about you, Charlie? What have you been up to? I spent so much money. Aww. On what, Charlie? Uh, drugs. Oh, nice. Oh, no. I, drugs for my dopamine delivery system. I bought basically a new computer. Yay! It's very exciting. That's also very exciting because that means your girlfriend gets a better computer and she maybe will yes. blue screen every hour <laughs> while trying to play D&D. This, this weekend is going to be build a buy computer, uh, format her hard drive, reinstall Windows, move a graphics card and hard drives over to my old computer, give that one to her, and then go get a new bed frame. <laughs> Because we also bought a new bed frame. So hey, the next time someone comes over, the mattress won't be on the floor. Oh, wow. What a shame. The floor mattress. There's nothing quite like waking up on a mattress on the floor to a dog in your face. (laughs) Dog licking your face. (laughs) Let me tell you, it's much more startling when you're on the bed with the dog. (laughs) I don't know. It was pretty startling when the dog kicked open the door (laughs) to the room. To be fair, the dog didn't really kick open the door. You left it open and she went, oh, hey, a face. I was. I was trying to hug the cats. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like a face that needs some licking. And then she yeah. woke you up. That's true. And also saved me the trouble, I think, that night or the next night of, hmm, how do I wake David up so that he doesn't sleep the whole night on the couch? <laughs> that um, was a comfortable couch. <laughs> Those are the worst couches in the world. I prefer the couches to the other sleeping device. The futon what? that you slept David. in the middle of and then yes. blamed David, the, the futon. futon. Is fine. The futon is terrible. The futon sucks. The futon was fine. The futon sucks. You just gotta pick a side, dude. Or What's sleep in the middle of the futon? What's the point? It works as well. The, I, I can't. The futon, like, there's a bit of a dip because of the two ends. And I feel like if I try to sleep diagonally, I end up just, like, in the dip. Well, be bigger so you have, like, a larger moment to not have that. Happen. I don't have that, though. <laughs> I can't get any bigger. And by be bigger, I mean direct yourself more towards, you know, 90 degrees to that, uh... Yeah, dude, bigger is a mindset. (laughs) I remember uh, when I was going to university and um, I was like, my parents were saying bye. I'm like, oh, man, you're going away. Like, you're not that big, though. But my dad was like, don't worry, don't worry. I had my growth spurt in university where I like shot up like a lot of height. And I was like, oh, that's that's promising. Like, I'm looking forward. Like, wait, you went to university like four years early. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you were like 16 <laughs> you were in the prime growing ages when you were in university and my dad just goes well, not all prime, right but like definitely definitely still growing as male well, as a possibility at least compared to yes. me at 20 like or at 18 like 18 just was a long time ago now it is we're old we're just we're gonna old. get older and older and older put away that money for the 401k we don't uh, do we do we have for our sorry registered Canada? retirement yeah. savings plan RSP here in Cam where we have where the common thing is secure investments I hope you all bought some uh, mutual funds uh 3 oh, days yeah. ago when they dropped and they jumped up by like 7 points today I oh, made yeah. some money Hey <laughs> maybe hit me up with those hot stock tips <laughs> It's not their auto pays their auto buys Never mind, I don't have money. I spent it all on a house and a new computer. <laughs> uh, all right. 
why don't we get into this episode after like 15 minutes of fucking bullshit to be fair only 10 minutes yeah it's only 10 minutes minutes are gonna end up in the podcast yeah it's gonna be great all right what what the fuck was our tv guide for this episode well um it was as follows the team call on nina sharp to help devise a plan to defeat the observers but time is running out none of that happened i mean they enlist nina sharp call nina sharp Okay, She's in this. the the first five words, six words of that happen. Yeah, they aren't it. devising a plan to defeat the observers. That part's not true. Dude, they're more still trying to find to the world. what the fuck Walter's plan was. Can you believe this is episode 10? Episode 10 out of 13, and they still don't know what the fuck they're doing? Are you excited for the magical like MacGuffin to show up in two episodes i have Red a universe. guess i have i have a guess so i i, I want to go into is, it when we get is, to is it, this but... a guess that will be brought up at the end of the episode or right now no when we <laughs> when we get into it there'll, there'll be a moment for my guest there, there'll right. be a moment for yeah. your guess all right but um so we open up on the fringe gang examining the small child they're like hey he doesn't have the implants that's weird also right before we get into that because we get the previously on fringe thing and the fact that i know that the last episode was a good episode the entire previously was the previous episode it wasn't like (laughs) one scene from it um (laughs) was last episode a good episode i distinctly recall giving it not great reviews you did not like it because you said it treaded ground in an opposite direction and is a cheap cop-out for Walter's character, uh, like it championed Olivia's character suicide, and now it's not championing Walter's character suicide. Um, and Nick and I liked it. Yes, um, but also we all can agree that it actually held plot relevance, and the fact that the entire previously was the previous episode shows that it held plot relevance. <laughs> I guess I'm just more. I'm just even more angry about what happened at the end of this episode. <laughs> hey, <laughs> like. About just, character assassinations, and I'm even more furious after the end of this episode. <laughs> just, just because last episode was supposed to be an episode 19, you guys remember when Olivia had like that blimp guy, and she was like, "Oh, this is the man that's gonna kill me." Did anything ever come of that? Nope. It nope. really has not yet. <laughs> maybe, mm. maybe, maybe don't keep happening. Maybe that man still shows up. Maybe that man, maybe Peter gets in a horrible accident and he becomes that man. And it was like, see, you shot me. What if, what if that man was actually just a different version of Walter? And that was the Walter that fucking shot Olivia at the end oh of Oh my God. Four. And we get the fucking Donald reveal this episode too, which was fucking it's mm. stupid. Mm. <laughs> this Anyways. man I fucking hate this episode. Oh no. David, we're not even into it yet. You can't give your ones yet. <laughs> just remembering it. All right, Observer Child doesn't have the implants. Kind of weird. Um, Can we talk to the child? Last time we used empathy powers. No, it's not working. Hmm, what do we do? Reverse empathy powers. Instead of getting him to read us, why don't we read him? Exactly. Um, Also, Walter is definitely uh, slightly more mad scientist. than. Yeah, it is accelerated tenfold for the sake of plot yep. yay he, he 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 does not give a shit about this child he just wants the results so um, he's a he's a watcher of fringe <laughs> <laughs> um so they decide to contact nina sharp in order to get her help because i i guess hey she's back for this episode we paid her <laughs> she okay, signed like a full episode contract at one point uh <laughs> Yeah, and they call Nina at her office, and Nina, instead of going, all right, call me back at a safe location, just decides to have a lot of the conversation here, even though her fucking secretary is a loyalist, apparently, and Snoopy is all fucking hell. (laughs) And and also, just, like, in general, um, maybe don't hold important conversations in, like, well-monitored areas. Um, Well, it's not well-monitored. I don't think there is any monitoring here. Yeah, or else the observers uh, would have used it instead of Time Sound MacGuffin number 28. Was it Time Sound or was it, L- was it was reading it LQ out of the glass? Seven. I thought was, they were reading it out of the glass. It was okay. Time Sound Glass MacGuffin. David. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll get to that in this. Well, actually, I guess we're, we're there now. 
We're basically we're, we're there. We're basically now. there. Yeah, because, when Mark yeah. shows up to the office because Nina's like, oh, can't talk to you about the child observer here. <laughs> uh, why don't we go meet somewhere? And then when Mark shows up and does his win Marky shit, uh, the secretary's a little traitorous bitch. He's like, cool, props to you. Oh, get me an LQ7 unit. We don't have a lot of time. I'm like, yeah, you do, you time travelers. Um, <laughs> We've literally been over. You have all the time in the world. And then uh, they do some weird bullshit where they spray something on the glass and a guy barcode reads the glass and then they manage to get a conversation out of it. And I don't know if it's supposed to be the vibrations from someone speaking are like micro vibrations still reverberating throughout the glass and this device can pick it up or if they're actually like spray time thing on glass and read conversations in the past. I think it's the first one because I yep. think this is a callback to when Fringe Team did this for uh, Exploding Twins. Yes. Originally. But they, I believe that this is the callback. Yes, but that's it. why they were able to do it because it superheated the glass and melted it partially and they've already yeah. added that. Which makes sense if the observers are advanced technology. They don't need to worry about the superheated. Because glass, I guess, well, is... Glass is weird. It's technically like a glass, liquid glass still. Glasses, glasses, so fucked. Yeah, like glasses, glasses, a weird state of matter. Anyway, it's, so it it's carries a redstone possible. signal when other other when any other block blocks a redstone signal. It's so weird. <laughs> but yeah, it's technically possible. This is this is not egregious to me, especially because this is definitely a callback to that time. I, I like to believe that the observers knew about this, and they just make sure that all glass is just very slightly heated, like just enough. <laughs> <laughs> But they pulled this out, and I was like, why aren't you using this everywhere? Well, oh, yes. Oh, were, were they at the lab? Where Did they return to the MIT lab? Get me one of these things. We'll see if they were here in the last 20 or so minutes. It really doesn't seem like it was that much setup to get the glass reading <laughs> done either. So, like... Listen, it might not be much setup, but what you don't understand is that this sensitive uh, electronic com uh, com equipment is incredibly expensive for them to make. And therefore, they get you know, equipment from the future. <laughs> incredibly expensive for them to make, David. Wait a hundred like, years. Is it, is it before a one-time you use thing? Order. <laughs> really, nah, their requisitions gotta... must be filled out like as soon as you sign the paperwork. You should be like, ah, cool, my documents here. Like, they should be able to Bill and Ted everything. Just say, hey, gotta remember to send myself this thing when I get to the future. You'd think that, but also, you know, there's too much paperwork in the future, and therefore it can't. You have infinite time! <laughs> what do you nah. mean? David, you're time limited by the lifespan of the observers. I don't we know don't how know long the lifespan of an observer. <laughs> it could be infinite. David, David, the the lifespan of an observer is actually only like four years. Um, so <laughs> while they can time travel, they're cursed to like only live four years. So it's like shit. I don't have infinite time. I can go anywhere, but also I'm gonna die really soon. <laughs> like mayflies. <laughs> yeah, the most powerful mayflies in the world. That would Anyhow. be an interesting. That would be an oh. interesting uh, time travel novel. It follows like a housefly that figures out how to time travel. <laughs> No, someone gets isekai'd as a fly who can uh, time travel. Yeah, it's like, I can only live for up to 24 hours, but I can go anywhere and anywhere. <laughs> oh, no, I Basically. accidentally caused Napoleon's <laughs> defeat at Waterloo. <laughs> so, so, so basically, you guys have just created, like, terminal cancer patient discovers time travel. I think we made drunk oh. history. I think we made the worst version of Make-A-Wish. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Timmy. What would you like to do? I want to live forever. Okay. But as a housewife who can time travel. <laughs> which, of course, means you exist across all possible moments, which means you gave you a terminal illness. Congratulations. Make-A-Wish, but the Wish Grancher is a genie. <laughs> <laughs> Really pissed off, genie. No, he's 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 not a genie. He's a monkey's paw. Like <laughs> it's a, a genie, genie holding a monkey's paw. Monkeys. Oh god! <laughs> it gets twisted twice. Uh, anyhow, speaking of twisted, I don't know how to segue this. I was gonna do something about <laughs> Nina's spine, but I don't know. I think she's just um, old. Or did she get fed on observers. by a by a vampire? 
Ooh, spine vampires. Spine vampires. Yeah. Um, Make it a comeback. All, all we need to know. All we need to know. The fucking observers are are able to overhear Nina's conversation talking about a child observer, which means one, they know that the the child observer exists, and two, um, they know that Nina's definitely not loyal to them. Yeah, uh, Nina, after yeah. all these years, has finally fucked up immediately. <laughs> as soon as, so as soon as any pressure was put on Nina. <laughs> She was like, I didn't want to contact you because I might put you in danger. And it turns out that was the correct decision. <laughs> she got it's one really... phone call from them and she's fucking dead. Like they're tracking her down. It's, it's really good that Broyles only contacted you that one time and also that, you know, he still almost fucking died because of it. Um, I was going to say, isn't back. where the fuck is Broyles? <laughs> Broyles is hiding. <laughs> Broyles, Broyles fucking murdered some observers. He is not in. <laughs> but he can't be red, so they don't know. Anyhow, uh, they hook up with Nina, and she's like, oh, cool. It's it's a child observer. And, oh, look, here, we have. I got a cool lab we can go to. Yeah, <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. I hated this line where she was like, oh, I have a black lab that we can take him to. And I was like, first off, the first joke was, what's a dog going to help in this situation? <laughs> And then Olivia's like, oh, I thought Massive Dynamic didn't have any black labs. I thought those were an urban myth. And Nita's like, oh, glad I could still surprise you. I'm like, really, Olivia? The fucking multinational, multi-billion dollar corporation doesn't have secret labs it hides from the government? Really? You're shocked at this? Olivia, you have been to those multiple times. <laughs> you were kidnapped in one in the worst episode of the show. <laughs> Maybe, I don't remember. And that was a pretty bad episode of the show. Um, but hey. But yeah, um, they they go fucking, in and, oh, we gotta go because there's fucking loyalist shit going on. Um, I think Peter talks to Nina about cutting Walter's brain bits out, but I really did not yeah, care. She, she, he, he does, and Nina's basically like, don't worry, um, there's a good chance that we won't get to that anyways, because it'll be too late. His brain will already have changed. And Peter's, and like, Peter's like, shouldn't what? cut those parts out. Peter's like, what? So I'm gonna lose my dad either way? And Nina's like, it's a war! Again, we are in a war. <laughs> Suck it the fuck up, guys. <laughs> sometimes, consequence, sometimes, you know, you need to, like, make some sacrifices. Shocking as that might sound. <laughs> Unbelievably, Peter, you are not the only one affected by the outcome of what happens. <laughs> and hey, maybe maybe persuading Walter to get this done faster so that less people die is better for us. So give it, so promising him whatever the fuck he wants, we should probably do that. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, anyways, but... observers are like... They 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 are waiting around for Nina to come back because you know she she's got to be back by one. Um, she she's not back at one. Um, and I guess it's time for them to go and interrogate some people that she might know. Uh, uh yeah, because they go to the archives where they got the rocks into dust machine from last episode, two episodes yeah. ago. Yep. I don't remember where we are. We'll briefly cut back and let's introduce ourselves to the lab. Um. Look, there's a black lab. Cool. Uh, it has dead observers in it. Wow, they've been experimenting on dead observers. Also, it's a very white lab. It is very much a very medical state. Uh, Just, you know, with a lot of dead people. Yeah, they, uh, they're able to hook up the observer child to their uh, the, um, machine. ECOG. Which, yeah, ECOG. <laughs> there's an O in there. Sorry. Um, it's, it's an ECG. Uh, <laughs> ECOG. This, this thing's a fucking ECG. Um, no, because it translates the brain waves. Ooh. Listen, but you, oh, you, know no. what I fucking, you know what I fucking realized from this scene? How great the observers have it for the like ECG stuff because they don't have fucking hair. It's so easy to get a signal <laughs> if it's straight to the scalp. It's like, wow, they're fucking geniuses. They don't even have to shave this kid's head. It was really upsetting because I watched them put it on. I was like, oh, that's such good contact. Ooh. <laughs> Nick's Maybe I should weird. start shaving kids' heads. <laughs> Nick's a weirdo. <laughs> Dude, I've had to fuck it, fucking put on too many ECG things and have them just, like, goop up my hair with just the gel. It's not great. Kids, don't grow up to be like Nick. <laughs> grow up to be cool. Do drugs. <laughs>
<laughs> if they're legal. And you're of age. Both of or those. close enough. You heard what I said. <laughs> I stand by my recommendation. I'm glad that we've got I'm glad that we've got David the devil on the shoulder, me the, the angel on the other shoulder, and Charlie, the reasonable voice that you should probably actually listen to. Uh, Wait, why am I the devil? You're the one telling ten year olds to smoke weed. Exactly. I see no nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and th- David, I'm... it's okay. The the devil does not know that they are the devil on the shoulder. <laughs> no, devil one hundred percent knows they're the devil on the shoulder. The devil one hundred percent knows they're the devil. Oh, <laughs> uh, I just want to go watch that game changer bit where it's like, eat the egg on the windowsill. Why would the egg be there if not for you to eat it? Oh man, game changer is so good. Did you see the trailer for their one of the new shows they're planning? Dirty no. laundry or something. Oh, it also no. looks really good. Uh, it seems like they're man. finally starting to do more actual content now that I assume uh, pandemic has lifted a little so they can get people in studio. So that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, well, enough talking about good content. Back to Fringe. Back to our shitty content. I mean, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, hey, they, they're, about to, they're about to use the ECOG, uh, ECOG machine on Child Observer. But hey, let's instead go over and cut back to B-Plot, a.k.a. Windmark. Um, who has made his way to the like massive dynamic like storage facility, and it's time to start interrogating the absolute shit out of people. But it's cool because the first guy he interrogates, he believes, yeah, which is so strange for everyone. someone so sweaty. Yeah, someone so sweaty <laughs> and so scared, and kind of like it isn't actually the guy, but like at least is like supposed to like kind of make you think. Oh wait, was that that guy from that previous I, episode? I don't remember away. the actor because he was such a bit player. But is that exactly? That is it that guy? Maybe it was that guy, and it's all fine. <laughs> wait, is the guy we see later also a guy we've seen before? Yeah, the guy yes. at the end. He's the one who helped. The, he's in the previously on. He's he's in the previously on. What? David. He's the one where Nita's like, oh, give Walter Bishop anything he needs or get Dr. Bishop it's anything like, he yes. needs. And I was like, it would be an honor. He's that guy. I thought they were two different white people. Wow. For the first <laughs> time, you didn't confuse white people. Progress. No. Well, no, but he did confuse them. He just, he just confused them in a different way. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I don't think it's better that he didn't go, they're all the same. Instead, he went, this, the same person is two different people. I don't think that's better. They looked different. <laughs> all right. Anyways. Um, yeah, observers are going to start interrogating everyone and probably just, like, absolutely fuck up the brain of whoever um, is actually the traitor here. But fortunately, it's not this first guy. Um, let's swap back to the lab now um, and see the ECOG machine working. And Except look, it does so fancy. Observer. Well, no, they're able to see all the cool neural activity, but also it is not working for them to be able to actually like talk to him. Because um, he yeah. thinks differently from other observers. Whoa! Whoa. Something's Whoa. fundamentally changed this child since the last time. He's you'd, you'd almost call him an anomaly. DMCA. Baby shark. We told you it was just going to be three grown men making noises into microphones. We warned you. We did. We did warn you about that. And now to see Baby Shark for 30 minutes. But yeah, they're like, oh shit, this isn't working. Oh, I know. Let's create a bridge. He only was able to communicate last time because he knew what you wanted and could read your mind. We need to we make need the bridge two. go both ways. Whoa. Two machines. Uh, go to... Don't worry, though. Dr. Hastings. Yeah, he'll hook you up. And uh, Dr. Hastings is brought in for interrogation. <laughs> Dr. Hastings is in the line for interrogation. Uh-oh. <laughs> He he does not look like he's comfortable. Like he he looks like a man who's going to break. <laughs> I wonder why, David. It's almost like he's going to walk into a room of mind readers and he has not been taught how to how to shield his mind. Why don't they teach everyone that? 
Because well, it takes think, a year, David. I think Henrietta oh, no. was the only one who could. No, she taught broils. <clears throat> yeah, broils. but only partially. And she also sort of taught Nina, kind of. Um. It's okay. Nina finds out the ultimate way of blocking. Uh, yes, we'll get there. <laughs> <a week> later. <laughs> Nina's not a coward. But oh. yeah, they um, uh, they pull up to the warehouse. Hastings nice. has obviously been interrogated, so he can't answer the phone right now. Well, well, well no, he he receives a phone call from Fringe Team while in line, and is like sees the random number and goes, probably shouldn't answer this. Also, that was like a twenty-five <laughs> digit phone number. Oh, oh, Charlie, it's okay. It's twenty thirty-eight. There's been so many people that they've needed to extend the number of digits in phone numbers. Um. It's the future. It's the future. And in the future, phone numbers got way more fucking confusing. <laughs> like, way more confusing. No one, has, me- no one has memorized a phone number in years. It's all <laughs> just it contact books. That's, that's fair. We can make phone numbers as long as we want now, just to make it, you know, because no one's going to remember a phone number. Maybe that's the ultimate way to get past spam calls. Just increase the phone number, like, digit size to, like, a hundred or something. Um, no, that just gives them more numbers to call. Just no, just make phone. No. Just make phone numbers in hex for fuck's sake. Easy solution. Same length but allow characters. Ah, I. That sounds awful. That sounds no, that so sounds, bad. That sounds amazing. Just in open fact, it up probably, to full alphanumerical sh- codes. You could probably shorten them then. They could probably be like five digits long. <laughs> just like, how many people do you think would pay for the phone number that is just David? Can I have the oh, phone number that's just based? <laughs> <laughs> Elon Musk has bought that already. Oh, uh, of course. <laughs> Elon Musk bought that before we even thought of the idea. He'd already and then he bought used, it off Then of he used his old phone number to name his second kid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how a judge didn't block that because judges have history of blocking like you can't name your kids something fucking stupid. They just will not let you. Couple hundo listen, under listen, the table. Charlie, money. So <laughs> I, I, much money. Un- well, unbelievable think, amounts of money. I think one family was like, hey, Pepsi, if we name our son Pepsi, will you give us sponsorship money or something like a company like that? And I think the company was like, sure. And then a the judge was like, fuck no. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Listen, and then community the had a guy that... legally change his identity to Subway. Yes. Um, listen, the amount of money that you have to pay, um, that, that you'd be paying for someone to change that, uh, is not enough to grease the, the judge's hands. <laughs> I mean, you say this, Charlie, about people blocking names, but you know, like, over 300 children were named Absidy in the United States? Sorry, As in what? A-B-C-D-E. Absidy. Oh no! There are over three hundred girls with that name in the states. What? It's written A B C D E, and pronounced absidy. Why? So, uh, how how long before both the parents go out to get some milk? <laughs> For that poor child, jeez! I would hope right away. <laughs> oh no. So they get put in a, a better home. <laughs> yeah, and maybe get their name changed. Or at least invent a middle name and go by that one instead. Uh. Absidy is like not even like close to a real na- a like name, though, unfortunately. If it was like... If I at least sounded better. As of 2017, name- 373 females were named Absidy. That is... What if- David, I was having a decent day. <laughs> like, today was okay. Like... Case came in surprisingly. We shocked about that. Was like, ooh, pretty PC case. Let me put it up on the bar. And then waited all day. And then I got my motherboard. I got my RAM. I got my fucking CPU cooler. Say it was a good fucking day. And you just ruined it. But Charlie, the real question is how many children's names are like A A A A? Just to make sure that they're at the top of every list. Um. See, the difficulty in searching that is a quad A name is an internet routing term for domain names. Five A's then. Just <laughs> for like think, DNS stuff. I don't know. Just I'm I'm glad I could ruin your day and hopefully your girlfriends as well when you share this information with her. 
Like, what the actual fuck? Anyways. Anyways. Fridge team, they are they are waiting to fucking get in, and they get sick of waiting, so they're just going to break into a massive dynamic storage facility um, with the help of Astrid, who does have to show up in this episode and has not left the lab, because Astrid is never allowed to leave the lab. She's not. This, she this poor woman. Her poor scenes, woman has been stuck in the lab forever. Her scenes definitely feel like they were filmed later, or like she wasn't there on the day or something. It's, uh, yeah. Um, yeah they hack in they get into the uh, facility and in order to get the technology that they need to properly speak to the observer child and then in while they're getting that they realize that observers are here interrogating everyone which is and also not they're good. currently interrogating Dr. Hastings which is why he couldn't answer the phone earlier yep. uh, and oh man he is not looking okay mainly because um he was not able to shield his thoughts and was not able to correctly answer no i am not helping uh i am not helping nina in any way with her uh treason yeah uh, i promise so he gets fucking caught and then fringe team very sadly calls nina to tell her hey you've been compromised i'm sorry like you're gonna die I and really know like, they can't contact nina because nina's underground um in in the lab but um, it's been a while, and Nina's not sure if they were able to like get everything, so she goes up to call them. Uh, at which point, they they do talk to Nina and tell Nina, "Hey, uh, you've been compromised." And I really Nina goes, oh. I really also, thought I when guess she I'm on like the phone right now. Yeah, I really thought when she looked off, like off camera, and she was like, "Okay, I have to go now." I really thought Winmark was going to be standing there, being like, "Haha, caught you, bitch." <laughs> that would no. Cool. It, it it is a different kind of like soul crushing realization where she snaps her phone and has to go down to what she thinks is a child and is like, "Hey, so I'm about to get tortured. It's not going to be, be a good time for me." <laughs> and, and they're going to come here. They're going to find this lab. So uh, we need to hide you. Um, I'm in a fucking wheelchair. I ain't getting out of here. <laughs> and they go Ugh. through such painstaking lengths to show you, hey. This facility has security cameras. They are in obvious locations within this room. Remember that. There are security cameras in this room. Again, Recording what is going on right now. It's not Chekhov's gun. It's Chekhov's fucking billboard. As always. <laughs> season 5. And yeah. So Observer Kid touches Nina. Something happens. We Nina's almost of... able to walk again. Um, <laughs> She's like, it's a miracle. I can... Ah, shit! <laughs> no, no, you need to keep touching me. <laughs> Help me back up. Help me back up. We got high you. When Mark comes in, he's like, why are you on the ground? <laughs> <laughs> that would be but, way funnier. <laughs> yeah, they... Uh, Nina gets Michael to follow her, and then uh, we cut back to Fringe Team, and they're in traffic, and oh, no, there's a checkpoint up ahead. Well, time to get out of this car one by one as we swerve into another lane, partially blocking another lane. No one will think this is suspicious at all, let alone the old man and young woman both carrying very military-sized, like, luggage cases. Oh, yep. fuck you, Nick. <laughs> fuck Dude, you and your graffiti bullshit. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be in the next episode, but I'm going to keep fucking finding graffiti and posting it in chat whenever we're talking about the fringe say? episode. One six. One six. I'm not excited. <laughs> not excited. So yeah. Were, were you they... ever excited about next episode? No. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, then face. we get like a torture scene where Nina's like starting to get interrogated by the observers when they arrive. And there's a lot of, like, talking. I did and... actually like this scene. I will say. This was... The dialogue in this also, scene was passable. I, I, not just that. I actually like how Winmark enters the lab, which is step in the elevator, think a little bit about how far down the elevator goes, and then just teleport there. Like, yeah. Well, so this is, this is nice because Fringe has actually earned this with Nina's character, at least. Like, yeah. we've been with Nina for this long now. We like Nina. Nina's a badass. She gets to go out like a badass. That's yeah. fine. You've, you've it's gone not from when it's questioning like episode... her loyalties to yeah. she's an integral person. It's not like an episode one of this season where that fucking Emil guy dies. And it's like, you haven't earned this, Fringe. 
Do you remember when they showed us Emil's disembodied head having experimented planned on it and they never did anything with that? Yep, and it's just like, again, Fringe, you didn't earn this. I don't give two shits about this man. Uh, but yeah, but it's hey, he was important. Great. He was important to Etta, who definitely stayed around for the entire season. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yeah, when Mark's like, oh, uh, we're looking for the kid. And he's here somewhere, and Nina's like, you want to fucking bet, but you can't read my mind. And he's like, oh, obviously in this tube with a sheet over it, and he pulls it down. And they did the same thing with the researcher, where it's at a weird angle, and you're like, is that Michael? And they're just describing, disguising him as a dead body? No, that's just a dead observer. Oh, look, it's all the dead observers. Yeah. And Winmark's like, Mark you're animals. 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 I Good guess, thing I, I like animals. <laughs> Let me get drunk on they're, water. They're animals for experimenting on those that they don't know. You would never do that. We've never <laughs> seen the observers doing this. <laughs> Anyways, and then Nina pulls out a gun and is like, ha, you ready to fuck around and find out? And when Mark's like, that's just a normal gun. Like, you know those you are wanna, too slow. You want to fuck around and find out? I can catch those bullets. And Nina's like, aha, but it's not too slow for this. And then she shoots herself in the head. No, Nina's like, finally, me. (laughs) Nina's like, finally, you get to see the Matrix line and goes, dodge this, and then shoots herself in the head. (laughs) And when Mark's just kind of like, huh, well played, I guess. We also skipped over the entire conversation where Nina's like, hey, uh, you tilt your head. Child? Not because the original Observer actor was mimicking his cat. Uh, it's because, oh, it's a lizard. Your lizard brain is acting out again. You're oh, the yeah. animals. It's and- some dumb thing. And then they also explain that uh, Michael is anon- is in anonymously. What the fuck, Nick? You fucked Anomaly. me. <laughs> Anomaly, um, uh, XB 67 Yeah. And he was designated for destruction in the future. No one because knew where he, he was... went, and it was a great mystery yeah. amongst his right. race of time right. travelers. Here's, here's my theory. Where could he have gone? Here's my theory. Here's my theory. They said he has a weird genome thing in him. I think whatever that weird no. genome thing is, like, they're going to infect all the other observers with, like, Michael's genome or something. So, and it's gonna give okay, them all so, feelings or emotions and empathy. So, so, so David, so David, I just want to point out how incredibly problematic that is because it wasn't a genome thing that they said; it was a chromosome thing. Ooh, this yeah. Was a, this was very much the equivalent of like, yeah, no, he had an extra chromosome, so we had to kill him. Or um, does he have the right number of chromosomes? And all <laughs> the observers have one too many. I'm missing one for my human. Oh my god, that's what it's gonna be, Charlie. It's gonna be that they got rid of their empathy chromosome. Um, what would be incredibly problematic was that if they were like, hey, you know what? We've figured so, out what to do. If we give all the observers this injection. Uh, so does does that technically mean that from the observer's perspective, Mike Michael has up syndrome? <laughs> Um, <laughs> what we gotta do is we'll give all the observers a vaccine that will give yep. them ups. <laughs> oh my god, there's is the, JJ a vaccine there, truther? Is that what we're the, getting? We're going to install be, wireless towers everywhere to give them ups. They're, um... <laughs> There, there are some incredibly problematic things that could happen here, is all I'm going to say. Like, like they were like, yeah, no, he was a chromosomal like anomaly, and I'm like, uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Go back, go back, go back, go back. <laughs> How are you guys going to solve this? Please don't do it the way that I think you might. Please don't, please. Oh, man, that's totally what's going to happen, my dude. It's 100% what's going to happen. I also love how Winmark's like, oh, where are the fugitives? And she's like, they're long gone. And then they fucking show up there like 20 (laughs) minutes later. Not even. Like, I think Nina's body is still warm. Oh, yeah. Like, the blood has not dried. There is a pool of it by her wheelchair. I'm like, do you not leave guards fucking anywhere? 
No, nah, yeah. So this, after he shoots herself, Windmark's like, ah, well played, and they all just fuck off. <laughs> They're all like, well, I guess gets gets I guess, her lifeless body shakes the hand. Mm-hmm, yes, well done, well done. <laughs> Which is also I have been bested today. Crazy to me because we've already established in Fringe Universe that you can read the thoughts of a dead person's body. Listen, but she she shot herself in the head. head. They could still do it. It was still possible. They still did it. You do not understand. You do not understand the crater that Nina just left in her head. That was not only a hollow point; it was a fifty cal Uh, (laughs) in a nine millimeter pistol. (laughs) But I, I, I. Real, I'm really annoyed about that, especially just because if we are in a universe where one of the prime established ways to get information out of people is by interrogating their dead bodies. And it's not just like Fringe Team did that. Like, everyone was doing that. Yeah. It's well, hey, out. it's going to make you more mad because one of the loyalists is like, no sign of the kid anywhere. And then Nina dies and everyone just fucks off. No guards are left. No know nothing as far as we know maybe it comes up next episode it probably won't yeah fringe team walks in they get real sad about nina's dead body and they're and like then man peter that 50 cal notices really yeah, spread peter- her out everywhere <laughs> <laughs> oh my god nina's dead on in her chair and on the wall and on that tank <laughs> I, I didn't realize that brains could do this <laughs> oh god how did she get it under her chair? <laughs> how did? How is it this much of a mess? Like it's never been this much of a mess before. Hey, what do you think the last thing that went through weird... Nina's mind was? The bullet. <laughs> yeah, thank you. But um. Also, also coincidentally, my favorite fucking Princess Diana joke. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Hey Nick, what was the last thing that went through Diana's mind? Nope. The windshield. Oh no. <laughs> oh. oh no. But yeah, anyway, Peter looks up and he's like, oh shit, there's security cameras. Something the observers didn't fucking notice. Even though there's yeah. clearly a security monitor right here. <laughs> well you gotta you gotta press a button so the screen rises up and that's how you know it's hidden. Oh yes. Yeah, it's it's one of those and then future you can, TVs. You can tell the loyalists really fucking looked around because Michael's just hiding underneath a dead observer body. Yep. Like And like, you know, the loyalists, I would assume, would see the dead observer bodies and go, Oh shit, I haven't seen these things like this before and examine that part closer. Um, like, do nope. you not think the observers would be like, hey, maybe we should empty this lab of any useful tech because obviously she was working for the resistance and they may come back here for this stuff? Hey, these observer like bodies know. have observer implants in them and we know that these work on humans. Maybe we should collect these bodies. I like to believe that the observers, that the way that Fringe has decided that the observers are like incredibly, incredibly just like emotionless stupid. is partially just like eh you know what but they're, emotionless they're, they're is but stupid but there are nah, logical there are logical reasons as to why you should remove those bodies and the accompanying equipment in the lab like there are hard logical reasons of depriving the enemy of resources that they should be following and they just I, don't uh, they also, also don't look for fucking security cameras in can the I lab. also say when this is reminding me when Winmark was talking to Nina he has one line where he fucking swaps the noun and the verb and Yoda's a sentence. <laughs> Wait, when and is he Yoda a sentence? He's like, uh, seek the boy we are or something. <laughs> like he oh. completely Yoda's a sentence at some point. And I got so fucking angry. Do you, think, like... do you think the actor flubbed his line, recovered <laughs> while saying it, and they just went, oh, brilliant method acting? I got so fucking angry because I'm like, where? The observers do not talk like Yoda. What do you mean? David, I am searching the transcript now. You guys keep talking about the episode and I will tell you that sign. <laughs> that thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyhow, they they find uh, they find Michael and look, he's crying over Nina. Oh, he has emotion. Uh, we go back to Walter's lab. They put the halos on Walter and Michael and they start talking and Walter's like, oh, cool. He understands me because he touched his nose when I asked him to. Hey, why are you important? And turns out we didn't maybe need the halos at all because Michael just goes over and touches Walter's cheek 
and we get and uh, gives Walter all of his memories back from both timelines. Yes, actually, the actual fuck. No, I don't think he gives him the memories back. He just gets flashes and like information conveyed of what happened. I don't know. There's there's a lot wrong with what we see. He gets all of his memories back from both timelines, and we see him looking at Donald and Donald looking at Walter with complete fuck me eyes. Oh yeah, (laughs) no, no. Hey, also, hey, hey, I fucking called it. I need to I need some time to gloat about this because I fucking called it. Donald is September and he's just got hair now. <laughs> and yeah, God damn. it's just fucking September with like red hair staring at Walter like they're a lovingly married couple of 30 years. <laughs> there, there, there definitely are some fuck me eyes happening here. Um. <laughs> I got uncomfortable. <laughs> I got too comfortable. It's like, don't look at me like that September. <laughs> Don't give me that feeling in my chest. <laughs> oh my god! Just, just put back on. Just put back on the bald cap. You're way. You're way more okay like that, please. And but yeah, that... and then they also do this stupid fucking retconning that made me mad, where they they play the line of September telling Walter the boy must live. He is important. And then they go, oh, but it wasn't Peter at all. It's it Michael. This oh, oh, get fucked. Plot oh. of the first four fucking seasons. Oh. Aren't we creative? We pulled the rug right from under your feet, Fringe fans. Aren't you happy? No, we oh. weren't happy about it when Last Jedi did it and then JJ fucked that up too. We're not happy about it now. Well, this one technically oh. came first, but like, yeah. Angrily shakes was, fist. Angrily, angrily shakes fist, and also just like goes, "Oh shit! I guess we had warning signs for the last Jedi." <laughs> well, I mean, that wasn't JJ. Uh, Rise of Skywalker. That was JJ. Ah, true. Again, was JJ. if Rise of Skywalker wasn't a wasn't coward, a coward move, movie, <laughs> this is correct. Last Jedi would have been amazing. <laughs> If you would just actually play through everything Last Jedi set up instead of throwing it all in the trash like a coward. Except for Finn Rose, I will never accept that. Even Finn Rose could have been done better if it was given development. Like, if it was just in Skywalker, like, they tried Finn Rose and they're like, hey, you know, hope in a war situation doesn't build a relationship. They're having problems. (laughs) Can we we spend the next, like, after we're done this, can we just go through and rewrite all the Star Wars movies like a real podcast? No. no. <laughs> Nick doesn't know enough about Star Wars. I, That's okay. Really we'll I'm watch all the movies along with all the TV shows. I, all right, Nick. No, I Next don't podcast do plan. No. We're doing the new canon book club, which oh, is a podcast no. that already exists, but they read every canon Star Wars book. No, no, no. It, it's canon spelled like the military tool, and we just read historical books about canons. No, it's Star Wars Legacies. We read all the EU that isn't canon anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> well, it's not not canon until it's not. Uh, Star Wars! <laughs> Please help me. Uh, anyhow, that's the end of the episode. Donald and September are the same person. Fucking called it. Give me money. September and Walter definitely fucked as well. Oh, yeah, that's how Michael came into being. Um, oh, observers. No. oh no <laughs> observers can do mpreg send me your fanfics um i will uh, forward all mpreg fanfics to charlie <laughs> without reading most importantly for david without reading he doesn't need to read them because he wrote half of them <laughs> i'm gonna start sending on a burner email <laughs> <laughs> well no it's you because no one else emails us <laughs> At this point, at this point, if if we got an email, how much would we expect that it was just one of us fucking with the others? A hundred percent. I was gonna say ninety-five percent. Uh, anyhow, oh. the glyphs for this episode spell out sense, as in this episode makes none. <laughs> um, there's probably there's probably some graffiti in the previous episode. Go find it. Um, the graffiti is just a giant middle finger. While it fucks your mother. Uh, the graffiti is Donald. <laughs> the graffiti I, no. The graffiti is I'm a security sure. cam with a line through it, as in observers are unable to see security cams. No, there's going to be a security cam in the background of a shot. But like, see? Like, all the security cameras were super important. 
This is you a reference what? to the fact that the security cam led them to Michael. You know what? I'm sure. You know what? I'm. You know what? I bet it actually is. I'm sure in the last episode, there's a license plate that's XB six seven eight or something. Oh, f- probably some fucking bullshit. Like that's that's probably what it is. Go find the license plate, listener. I believe in you. You got this. I don't. Um, which uh, is dumb. But yeah. Maybe don't, listeners. Oh, I also uh, to tie everything back. I looked up Man X's, also known as Blimp Guy. Um. Or Zeppelin guy, my mistake. Oh, Zeppelin guy, yeah. Um, from the current Fringe fandom wiki, later in the altered timeline, it is revealed that he is actually a representation of William Bell. The nanites used, in, used by him had the X symbol on them, the same one that was on Man X's shirt. This is actually the mark of William Bell. These what? nanites would eventually no. lead Olivia to her death. So Man you're X reading, or William Bell did indirectly bullshit. kill her. <laughs> you're reading some absolute bullshit. Citing right season there. finale right of season four. Beautiful cope. That is... <laughs> that is a person on maximum copium. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> they this is break... the mark of William Bell. Not the fucking actual bells he used for 50 different Not the things. bell. Not the bell that he rings in Olivia's goddamn ears. That person who wrote that takes breaks from sucking copium to suck Akiva's dick. (laughs) (laughs) Are we sure that those aren't the same thing to this person? (laughs) Copium? Oh, no. All right, with that very cursed comment from Charlie. Let's hear what Charlie's rating is. Yes, ratings. This will bring us to ratings. (laughs) <laughs> Nick, what's your ratings? We don't get to the episode yet, David. <laughs> Nick, rating. No, fuck. You get to start with that curse oh. comment. Charlie, you get to start. Uh, as a spinoff, this is a one. As a season five episode, this is a one. I'm fucking tired of plot just going, and they didn't notice this shit because we needed them not to. There's too many fucking plot contrivances to be entertaining anymore. And I, I think we've said this before. It's just so fucking infuriating being like, oh, hey, but what about the security cameras? And then them not noticing or why didn't they bring this thing up before? And then just I'm just angry. I'm angry at the show for pulling this bullshit again. David, what's your rating? Uh, my ratings as season five, a fucking one, absolute hot trash. I fucking hate it. It makes no sense. You can read people's memories when they're dead and talk to their fucking spirits. Like, uh, you could use ruins to summon their souls from the afterlife. (laughs) They have dealt with getting information out of dead bodies so often in Fringe. It's actual, actually appalling that no, nothing of that comes up. Um, as a spinoff, uh, it was fine, like a three. <laughs> You're a monster. You're a fucking monster. It was fine. <laughs> oh, white-haired lady died. Oh, no. <laughs> I like it, David. I, I, I like that reasoning. I love how we um, spent less time on Nina's death than the show. Because <laughs> The show spent, five. like, no time it on Nina's death. It doesn't matter. They just left matters. her body in that lab to rot with the observers. <laughs> Yep. Except the observers don't rot because they're in those cool containers. Thirty years from well. now, people are gonna find their corpses and go, "Oh, something happened here." <laughs> All right. What 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 did I think of this episode? Um, as as an episode of Fringe, as a season five, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a two. Um, I, and I understand that that is appalling to you guys. Uh, it it bad. Um, but. At the very least, like, yeah, they're bringing it up in bad ways, but hey, cool, they brought back some fringe elements. Look, we've understood a little bit more about the Child Observer. Uh, Am I concerned about what we've learned about the Child Observer and what problematic themes might be brought up because of this? Yes. Vaccines, Um, vaccines, vaccines. (laughs) It's it's going to look real bad if they figure out a way to insert an additional chromosome into all of the Observers. (laughs) That is... That is a very concerning plot point. That could but Nick, come you up. don't understand. It makes them into good people. <laughs> that's, that's an incredibly concerning thing, <laughs> especially when they put it through the air <laughs> using oh those God. cool factories. 
They're gonna aerosolize it and then do chemtrails. <laughs> yup. <laughs> How do we inject the chromosomes into all these observers? I know. Use the pollution plants to put a vaccine into the air. Oh I no! Am, Everything you're I saying am, is getting more plausible. <laughs> and they're gonna use the fucking redstones um, to do it because those interact with the carbon in weird ways. That'll be enough <laughs> energy. So concerned. To, it's then they'll use a phyllocyte to power everything. It's gonna be oh, just no. Oh I no. Am, Yep. The reason so, why Donald grew his hair the reason why Donald had his hair is because they already tested it on him. That's why he had hair. Up syndrome gives why, you hair. That's why they know it works, is because they tested it on him. <laughs> Anyways, so Oh I, no. <laughs> so so all I'm gonna say is I am incredibly concerned as as someone who has enjoyed fringe. Um but at the very least, cool. They brought back some plot elements, I guess. I'm very concerned about I, it. But listen, they haven't, no, they haven't brought my no, concerns. No. That that cannot be how season five ends, because we would have heard about that already as wow, season five of Fringe was problematic as fuck. <laughs> like, we would have heard about that. JJ JJ would have been cancelled for having his name attached. None of none of the people who wrote for this would be ruining Star Trek right now. If that happens there's zero percent and then okay i'm filled with more confidence that this isn't how it ends <laughs> there's no way I, that would have passed muster in twitter if we all saw an article six months ago about olivia gaslighting peter being problematic like there's no like, way season five I, doing that would have missed like would have missed something i don't know ben i'm just i'm just afraid i'm just <laughs> <laughs> I'm very concerned, but and the reason why why it's still getting the two on that. Hey, cool, they brought those up, and I'm only concerned about those things. They haven't actually happened yet. If they do, this is this is really bad. Um, in terms of a spinoff show, um, like yeah, there's some action. It's still kind of weird because they're bringing up these weird plot points that you've seen in previous things. Uh, on the bright side. The, a lot of our like pl- like plot holes that we were talking about of like previous seasons of Fringe exist less if this is a spinoff show because then we don't know that they can interrogate dead bodies and that's fine for example. But if it's so, a like, spinoff, then it exists in the same universe. Yeah, but the but the viewers haven't watched those things. It's fine. <laughs> um, We'll retcon it just fine. So yeah, three. Um, it's it, it'd be fine. It'd be fine as an episode. We can see things are heating up. It's not great. It's still it's still pretty bad. The observers are still just the like bumbling around Nazis that are supposed to look <laughs> scary, but are just bumbling around. The observers um, are the most incompetent force put, in the world. If we put the cobblestone cop music in the background of every observer scene, does season five get better? Um, I think it given does. How much airtime? the observers get i think i'd get really really sick of that <laughs> you don't <laughs> think Windmark offering broil some water to get drunk on with meh, 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 nah, 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 in the background doesn't make that scene 20 times better so charlie you're right for like the first five scenes <laughs> or the observers are sexually harassing people <laughs> <laughs> oh right you remember that brothel with observers in it ah but they don't have emotions <laughs> This is logical sexual assault. <laughs> There's Nothing emotional reason about behind this. it. Nothing emotional about it at all. <laughs> yep. Oh, anyways. Anyways, Charlie. This is, Nick, well, what's your season five rating? You've avoided it. I, I already said he three. Said, it's fine. No, you said spinoff is three. Spinoff is three. Spin-off he said is, two. Oh, two. Two for oh. season five rating. Yeah. Wow, contrarian. Brought back. Brought, brought back some uh listen i was it, it was potentially going to be a three but it, this this episode is still very problematic as a season five of fringe but uh is hey, it, it brought back of, some cool elements is it the talk of extra chromosomes <laughs> that that part's just very very concerning <laughs> to be fair that person's family right now they didn't say extra they only said problem <laughs> <laughs> no i'm pretty i i, I gotta go back no, i'm pretty they sure just, they said he's the, is it, they, is it just a chromosomal anomaly? I think yeah. it's just a chromosomal anomaly. Yeah. Okay. They so just could made be, it as could like be the same problem. number, but I choose yeah. to believe otherwise. <laughs> 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 Lord Henry Ups first discovered this condition in the future. Oh, no. Sorry, here it is. 
Here it is. He is no child. He is a chromosomal mistake, a genetic anomaly. Oh, mistake. (laughs) Just, again, not great. As soon as as they started with the chromosomal mistake, I went, "Uh uh-oh, (laughs) uh-oh. Well... If if you're a chromosomal mistake, we still love <laughs> nope, you. <nope. laughs> Unlike your parents. <laughs> and if you want to reach out to us about anything we've said, feel free to at our Twitter at Forsaf or send us send us an email at forsaf at gmail.com. We won't if you send us an email, we won't believe you. <laughs> we'll we'll think it's one of us, but maybe we'll read it for the jokes about it. Hey, if you want, try and impersonate one of us in the email, and then we'll then we'll really have to. Then the person who you impersonate is really gonna have to try and like convince them that it's not them. It's gonna I be mean, great. It's gonna fall apart when they don't use our real names <laughs> in the email, right, guys? Um, but uh, anyways, uh. Shit, my brain stopped working. Uh, Give us a like or a review on your podcasting service of choice, be it Spotify, iTunes, or Google uh, Play, or Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora. um, Maybe Pandora, we're not sure. Fucking Podbean, I guess, like Pod.cast. I bet you can find us on anything. Podbean, I guess, we pay them. I know. And so I, I hope they can, I find, hope us they can find us there. <laughs> um, that'll bring us to the end of the episode. Outro. The theme music for Four Seasons and a Funeral is Algorithms by Chad Crouch and is licensed under a attribution non-commercial 3.0 Creative Commons license. 